Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Look, all you have to do is run the five ways. I was running it the other day. I've, I've run it on service businesses. I've run it on staffing businesses. I've run it on electricians, plumbers, lawyers, accountants, manufacturing. It doesn't matter. You can run it. Now, if you've got multiple businesses within your business, you're going to want to break it down even further and do it for each business. Hi there. Welcome to Epic Entrepreneurs, the show where we show you what it really takes to build an epic business. I'm Bill Gilliland, and I'm here to help you make more money, build better teams, and find the time to have the freedom to do the things that you went into business for in the first place. So let's get started. Hey there. Today, I want to have a bit of a chat with you about how to put more cash into your business. And this works for every business. I've literally run these numbers on thousands of different kinds of business. I've never seen a business where this doesn't work. So this is called the business chassis. Now, there's two things I know about business. Number one, all businesses are alike. Now, how are all businesses alike? All businesses are alike because they're built on the same chassis. The same fundamentals work in building and growing any business. But the other thing I know is that all businesses are different. And all businesses are different because they're in different industries. They have different customers. They have different niches. They have different people. They have everything's different. So what I always say is this is a bit of like epoxy glue. You know what epoxy glue is, right? Epoxy glue has two parts. And if you just use one part, it doesn't work. The the glue doesn't stick. But if you mix the two together, then you get a synergy. You get more than the parts, and it becomes a very, very powerful glue. Well, this is a bit like this. Today, I'm going to give you some generalized principles. And then that's the first part of the epoxy glue. The second part of the epoxy glue is you know, having a strategy session with me or one of the members of my team to get into the specifics, to brainstorm strategies and tactics that'll help you grow your business. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is just book in an appointment with us and uh, we'll take care of the rest. We'll send you a, a bit of a worksheet so we can get some background on your business so we can actually give you some ideas and some strategies and tactics that'll help you grow your business. So. Enjoy the learning today and then get yourself signed up for that strategy session. So let's talk about the business chassis. So most of you know that automobiles are often built on similar chassis. So a car manufacturer will use the same chassis to build different vehicles. The original Porsche was built on a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia chassis. The For a long time, Jaguars were built on a Ford Taurus chassis. 
The Audi R8, which is a supercar, is built on the Volkswagen Golf chassis. So it's their manufacturers do this all the time. They use the same chassis over and over and over again. That's the fundamentals. So let's talk about what the business fundamentals. So I've got it up here. And the formula is you get leads into your business. You do some marketing or however you get leads, they come into your business, but you don't convert all those leads to clients or customers. You convert a percentage of them to customers. So when you multiply your conversion rate times your leads, you're going to get your customers. Now, your customers, when they buy from you, they buy an average dollar sale. Some people may buy a little bit, some people buy a lot, but anyway, you're going to have an average. So, and then there's going to be repeat business. A great business will always get customers back more over and over and over again. And you say, well, I'm a home builder and I only build, you know, one house per customer per year. Well, great. Well, then you put one in there. You still have four ways to work on growing the business. But there, there is repeat business. It just doesn't happen in the time period that you're talking about. So you take your customers times your average dollar sale or your average ticket times the number of times they would buy from you in a given year, and you'll get your revenues. And then you get to keep some of it, which is your profit, which so that's your margin percentage. Okay. So we've got five areas we can work on when growing the business. By the way, this is about marketing. This looks like it's about accounting, but this is about this is about marketing leverage. This is about growing your business. Okay. So let's show it how it works. Let's put in some numbers. So let's say you get in this business, you get 4,000 leads in a year. And let's say that you convert a quarter of them. So 25% to customers. So 25% times 4,000 means you're going to have 1,000 customers. Okay. And let's say on average, they buy $100. And let's say on average, they come back, they buy twice per year. So what that gives us is when we take 1,000 times 100 times 200, we get a $200,000 revenue business. Okay. Now, let's say that it's a service-based business and we get a margin of 25%, that's going to give us a profit of $50,000. $50,000. Good little business. Makes $50,000 a year. Now, what we're going to do, we're talking about getting cash into the business, growing the business, getting more money through the business. So what that means is we're going to, we need to improve on some of these areas. So we're going to look at improving these areas, what we call the five ways. Now, some people say, I always ask, like, what is most important, the red items or the blue items? And most people say the red items. It's a bit of a trick question. Of course, you want more customers. Of course, you want more revenues. Of course, you want more profit. But in order to get that, you have to look at the inputs. You have to look at the blue numbers. So the things that you can make changes to, the things that you can grow are really your blue numbers. So what you want to do is chunk everything down. To the, to the smallest thing you can have an impact on. So, so we're going to work on the five ways. The first area we're going to go to work on is leads. Now, how could you get more leads? Well, you could run referral strategies. Like how many referral strategies do you have? I had a client one time that we were looking for strategic partners 
to to grow to grow her business. And she was in the window cleaning business. And you know who buys from window cleaners? Well, it's 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 it, it, she did large homes, so it was it was basically the woman of the house because you, you all know men don't really care if the windows are clean or not until they get so dirty you can't see out of them. So we said, all right, well, where else do our clients shop? Where else do they write a check? Well, we, you know, dry cleaners and grocery stores and and all the places that they would shop, uh, high-end ladies shop. Well, we hit on this idea of day spas. And we went down to a friend of hers who said, and we said to her, hey, you know, do you have a list of your best customers? She said, yeah, I got them divided. I've got platinum, gold, silver, which is, by the way, is another great strategy. But anyway. So we said, well, about how many are your best customers do you have? And she said, about 50. I said, what do they what do they get? And she said, well, they get a certain number of treatments and they get the robe with their name on it, a mug with their, you know, that's theirs and for their coffee. And, you know, they, they get treated like royalty. I mean, it's a spy after all. You want to treat people like royalty. And we said, well, you know, would it be okay if we sent your Christmas cards this year? She said, what do you mean? She said, well, we'll pay for you. You pick your Christmas cards out. We'll pay for it. We'll pay the postage. We just want to be able to put a coupon in it that says, you know, good for $25 off your next window cleaning. And we want to send it before Thanksgiving. And because here's the deal. A lot of women want to have a Christmas party and they want their windows to look good. They want their house to look good for all their friends that they're going to have over for the Christmas party. So we did it. She said, sure, I'll, I'll do that. And so the message in the Christmas card that she picked out, we didn't even see the, the names of the 50 people. She mailed them. We just gave her the money to do it all. But the, the, the coupon in the thing said, thanks for being a great customer of our day spa. We want to be more than your day spa. So here is a gift for $25 off your next window cleaning from our window cleaning company. And so out of 50 that we mailed, we got 19 requests for quote. We got 11 jobs at an average job of about $785. So we got over $8,000 business on a less than $500 investment in Christmas cards. So what can you do in your marketing? There's tons of different ways. We've got 70 or 80 or so in our book, Instant Cash Flow. So we're going to get this up 10%. We're going to get this to 4,400 leads. Now, we're going to go to work on conversion. Now, how many of you, or do you even measure your conversion rate? Well, if you're not measuring your conversion rate, I guarantee you that you can get a 10% bump in your conversion if you'll just measure it. But how else could you get it? Well, let me tell you a story. So I worked with, I will still work with a roofing company. And the sales guys, and we were about 27% conversion. So we were a little better than a quarter of them were buying from us. But we knew if we could get that up to, you know, about a third, that would be, that would change. That's a game changer. I mean, that is a huge increase in, in our money to our bottom line. So what did we do? Number one, we targeted better. Number two, we worked on a sales process. We outlined the sales process and we... Uh, began to look where we were losing customers, where, you know, in the process, where were we losing customers? We got brochures and we changed the, the way we presented the thing. We went to an, a, you know, to a good, better, best situation. So where we had, we had the, the roof we'd recommend, we had, you know, might be the best. And then we would have 
good and good and better. So we would have a couple of versions down. So we were we'd sometimes down sell, sometimes we would upsell. But e- either way, we were getting our conversion rate up. So just by doing three or four simple things, and we also did a, a ton of sales training with our sales team, we got our conversion rate from 27% to over 33%. So we're going to get this one up, not 10%, not the 35%, but the 20 seven and a half percent. So when you multiply that out, when you multiply 0.275 times 4,400, you get 1,210 customers, 1,210 customers. Now, now we're going to go to work on average dollar sale. So how would you get your average dollar sale well, the easiest way is to raise prices. I've done this hundreds of times. And you say, well, I can't push my prices on my customers. Anymore. But you can. You can raise your prices selectively. I'm happy to show you the money math on how it works. In fact, you can go to my YouTube video on margin of raising prices versus discounting. Just check it out. And you'll see that you probably can push your prices just a little bit. Most people wait to push prices up when they've got a, a, an increase in cost. Well, you can usually get it earlier than that. Now, how else could you get your average ticket up? Well, we've got another 65 or 70 strategies to do that, but here are some of them. You can upsell, you can downsell, you can bundle, you can, there's a lot of things that you can do around added value, you know, adding value to something, making, you know, doing additions. I know, so I did this with my client, Ray. I raised in the furniture repair business and he had a very, nice business, a bunch of employees, a lot of good things. But what what we were doing, our average our average ticket was $385. Okay. And what we did was all we did was get the salespeople to begin, because we would get a call to do to look at grandma's table and how much would it cost to to uh to fix it, you know, to 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 get it refinished. And but what we did was when we go out and look at grandma's table, we'd also say, well, you know, we'd start looking at the 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 dressers and the other the chairs and everything, say, hey, we can fix that scratch. We can add it on. Now, by just by doing that one strategy, we were able to raise his average ticket by to seven over seven hundred dollars, which we got us a hundred and eighty eight percent improvement in profit to the bottom line. So we're going to get that up to one hundred and ten. Now, we're also going to go and get one in ten back. So we're going to get up to 2.2. We're going to get one in 10 customers back. Now, how could you get customers back? Well, we can keep in touch. That's been one of the best strategies that we've used with uh, clients over there. We just continuously keep in touch. We make them offers. One of my clients used to call her clients with no agenda right before Christmas and just wish them a Merry Christmas. And so that's a great strategy. Um, I would suggest that uh, you keep in touch would be a way to get people back. It works great. How does, you know, you can run a contest. You can run, you know, I know some of the restaurants will run a, like McDonald's, we used to run the Monopoly board, right? You'd have the Monopoly and, you you know, you'd win a fries or a shake. Well, you're not going to buy just a fries or a drink. You're going to buy, you know, you're going to use it with when you buy a hamburger. So they're getting you back in. Okay, so we've used that strategy over and over and over again. You can give a coupon. So what do you get when you get this? You're going to get. So what this adds up to is two ninety two eight twenty. 
So you're going to get from 200,000 up to 292,820, which by the way, if you're good at math, you'll see that's a 46% improvement. Just by getting those four ways up, we're getting a, we already get a 46% improvement. Now let's talk about how we're going to get our margin up to 27.5%. Okay, now how are we going to do that? Well, if you've raised prices, you've already probably impacted your margin, but how are some other ways? You can look at your costs. Like when, when COVID first hit, we took a hard look at a lot of our customers' costs, and we find and we found things like recurring charges. Maybe you had signed up for some sort of a, you know, thirty dollar a month or a hundred dollar a month recurring charge. Well, if you weren't using the software or you were using something different, well, you just kept getting it. So a lot of y'all have these yearly charges, and it adds up to something. So you can look at your costs. You can look at. One of the best stories we had is I worked with a contractor who built about 50 houses a year. And so we went, he had two major lumber suppliers and we went to one of them who we preferred. And we said to him, hey, we're going to build this many houses and this is about how much lumber we're going to, what can you do for us? Well, they gave us a, a better deal on bundling. So we, we, negotiated, we did a supplier negotiation essentially. And what it amounted to was over $200,000 in savings. So Look, there are tons of ways to get in this, but we're going to get this particular business up 2.5%, which is going to give us a profit of $80,525.50. Now, here's a question for you. That's 61%. Who, how many of you could you use a 61% improvement in your profits? Could you use another 30 grand? Look, all you have to do is run the five ways. I was running it the other day. I've run it on service businesses. I've run it on staffing businesses. I've run it on electricians, plumbers, lawyers, accountants, manufacturing. It doesn't matter. You can run it. Now, if you've got multiple businesses within your business, you're going to want to break it down even further and do it for each business. Now, so if you'd like a hand running the five ways on it, or if you'd like a template on how to do it, then you're going to want to reach out to me. My information is going to be somewhere in this, around this video, you know, just reach out to me and uh, we'll be glad to set it up. And remember that this is just the generalized stuff. We need to talk about your business specifically. So I want you to book in for that strategy session as soon as you can. Until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for Epic Entrepreneurs. So here's three things you can do. Number one, if you enjoyed the podcast, go out and give us a five-star review. Number two, subscribe to the podcast. You guys know how it works. The more subscribers we get, the more cool things we can offer you. And number three, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build Your Epic Business, then just go to giftfrombill.com. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.